Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Fantasy Footy Club. Um, tonight, joined by the one and only Dylan Jacobson. Unfortunately, our friend Aaron Berman-Levy, he is, um disappeared somewhere in Durban, um, partying with recently finished school kids, but yeah, so he's not going to be joining us. But anyway, Dill, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Good to be back. Yeah, listen, when when duty calls for Aaron, he's got to go. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. That guy's an opportunistic feeder, that Aaron. Or maybe I <laughs> shouldn't say that. He just loves the party. Loves it. Um, um, how was your midweek for, in terms of fantasy? Yeah, listen, I'm very happy. Got a win in, in draft. Also, like, Made a few shrewd pickups before he did well, so that's always a good feeling. Um, yeah, my FPL didn't do too badly. I got like I got a bit above the average. Had Sane as captain, obviously, like Aguero yeah, got bad. Like, there's so many, but everyone had issues like that. I didn't have any issues like that, didn't you? Like, all my players, players getting bad, all my players bad. Not okay, Salah, Salah, but he came on and he got an assist. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, well, but I yeah, it's that would great. Happen. Midweek is great having Premier League. I love it. I can watch it at a normal yeah. hour. So good. Um, why don't you talk us through some of your shrewd pickups? So, picked up Ruben Loftus Cheek. I think there's. He's one of those guys where you like think, oh, he'll play like one or two games and then he'll go off the radar. But but I think he's, I think he's putting a lot of pressure to start. I think he's a really good player, and I think because he's English, there's always like pressure coming from all around just to give guys like push guys into teams. And he's a good player. Like he scored two goals. He scored like five goals in the last six games in all competitions. So yeah, I think he's a, he might not start every game, but I think he's pushing for a proper starting role. So yeah, I well, yeah that's in your him. draft team, obviously. Yeah, yeah good pick though. He did yeah. very well for you then. And then Worked I picked up nicely. I picked up Lookman from Everton. I knew he was going to get a start at some point, so he got his start. He didn't do much, but I think he's. He offers more than Walcott, and that's his replacement. So, I think he might be starting a few more games, especially when there's so many games now. Yeah, now is now is the proper busy, busy time. So nice though for the viewers. Um, gonna be a busy December for us. Obviously, pumping out pods and vids. We're gonna be proper busy, I think. But I'm looking forward to it. Fuck, it's gonna be exciting. Oh, can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. Come back to SA, sit in front of the TV at like 5 p.m. watch Premier League. It's amazing. Yeah, not not 5 a.m. Yeah, or fucking 2.30 a.m. <laughs> 4.30 a.m. Yeah, that will be good. Yeah, and we'll just, okay. I think, it won't be easy, but I think we just need to pump out content. We'll just get it out, yeah. get, the, get everyone listening, get everyone involved. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, in the meantime, should we just have a quick glance over the results from the midweek fixtures then? 
Yeah, very, very exciting game week there. Um, as we said in one of our Instagram posts, not a single clean sheet this week. The first time in like over eight years, which is quite crazy. Um, right, that's yeah. I was actually kicking myself during the week. I'm thinking, why am I not getting any clean sheets? Um, <laughs> until I heard that statistic. And now you know why not, not a single person got a clean sheet. Yeah, that's crazy. That's big for the official um, FPL if there was just one clean sheet. Because that clean sheet's crucial for defenders and goalkeeper. Yeah, that's what you look for in that FPL. You're looking for clean sheets. You can't go out and say, I'm going to pick this guy up because he's going to score a goal. No, no, you have to go. And it's not um, like the fan tracks draft, um, which is obviously the draft we play, um, where you can get guys that are making good interceptions and clearances and aerials won. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. I like, even um, against Liverpool, I was quite tempted to start Ben Mee just because I knew he was going to have a busy night and tackling and trying to win headers and all that. You know, it could be always useful playing a player like that. As long as it goes well for them and they don't get thrashed. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's that's why the draft is... It's tactics-based. Okay, it's... You do have... You have your set team and like that's what you got to work with, but... You gotta know who to start in the right games. You can't just throw guys in there. Yeah. Like ben Mee's a great yeah, example. Like yeah, yeah, he's ben playing Mee's Liverpool. Some... He might not get a clean sheet. But he might do well defensively. Which this Yeah, you just gotta decide if it's gonna be a pummeling or if it's gonna be one of those games where Burnley fought and I had a feeling that it would um, Burnley would fast because I thought Liverpool would play a bit of a weaker side just to rest a few players. But at the same time, I was just too scared with Burnley not doing so well in recent times that I just benched him in the end. Well, in this case, it was a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it can happen. Le- yeah. Let's um, look at Bournemouth, Huddersfield. 2-1 to Bournemouth. Absolute perfect play for my and mine and a lot of other players' normal FPL teams. I think we got a Wilson goal, Fraser assist, then a Fraser goal, Wilson assist. I'm not sure which order it was, but yeah, that was lovely for me to see. Yeah, those those two are they top tier, all right, for FPL. They yeah. two really like they in the conversation. Wilson's in the conversation with Aguero Kane. He has to be. He's, yeah. Well, he's if you look at um, if you look at points here for us forwards, you've got Aubameyang on ninety three, then you got Wilson on ninety two, and then you've got Kane on eighty five and Aguero on eighty two. Well, there you go. I mean, he's yeah. And the goals he scores, he's, I think he scored two headers in the last two games. So, such good headers, good positioning. He thundered them into the net, both of them. The guy is a proper quality player. Proper quality. And Fraser, Fraser just keeps doing it every week. He does something. Assist, goal, something. Yeah, Fraser's also there. He's just um, he's just underneath Salah for hot, for. For like um, just about, 
half the price pretty much. He's there on 86 points, Salah on 90. Yeah, Fraser that keeps doing it. I mean, I have yeah. him in my draft team. I love him. I think he's the second best midfielder. No, he's a great, great player. And also, like, we've had to stick through um, these Bournemouth players, but they've had a bit of a tough run um, in the pre- in the previous weeks. Um, obviously, they played Man City last, I think, yeah. Um, yeah, they played Man City last, Arsenal before that. They also had Man United. Um, tough game against Newcastle, but yeah. Nice to see them have a game against Huddersfield and um, to get our players scoring a bit, you know, after sticking with them for a bit. Yeah, and they've got they've got a interesting like festive period. They've got Liverpool next, and yeah, they've got ideal. Spurs. They've got Spurs somewhere in there, but they've got they got easy games throughout. So be a very very important. Well, period I'm looking them. at them. I'm looking at them and I'm seeing that okay, you've got Wolves on midway through December, and then Brighton after that. Um, yeah, I'll probably add the Wolves away and then Brighton at home, um, and then that's that's the easy games in December. I mean, their games in December are Liverpool, Wolves, Brighton, Spurs, United. So not an easy December to hold on to not those players, but at the same time, they're good players. They're good players, and for them, they they trying to they pushing for top six at the moment. So, I mean, if if that, if it, if it comes out of December this whole period, and they still six or seven with the one or two wins there, maybe draw against one of the big teams. Listen, they can they can fly home. They can push for that European spots. Yeah. Just think it will be tough sticking through them through some of those fixtures in December. I don't think it's an ideal December for them. Um, so but yeah, they are great players. And also, yeah. I can't really give up Fraser because his prices increased so much that if I give him up, I won't get him for as cheap as I got him. So probably yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't probably be able to afford him. So yeah, so if I give him now for 5.9, I'll get 5.9 because that's the max. But his value in the actual football has gone up to 6.2. So if you get him out, it's going to be tougher to get him back in because you're going to be losing. You're going to be losing money to get him back in. But if you sell him, do you make 0.3? No, you don't. You sell him for 5.9 because that's there's a maximum that they allow the player to grow. Um. Okay. Well, let's look at Huddersfield. They're also an interesting team. Yeah, I don't know if I'm, I, I guess their main player in there is obviously Moy. I don't know who else you could even look at. The thing is, I saw an interesting stat here because I guess Brighton and Huddersfield are always they kind of talked about in the same light. I'd say maybe Brighton are a bit stronger. Yeah, but to Brighton have. Scored seventy three percent of their chances, while Huddersfield have only scored fifteen percent. That's a complete difference in teams. Like Brighton aren't creating much, but they're scoring the chances that are created. Whereas Huddersfield are actually creating a lot of chances. They're just not scoring them. 
So yeah, I guess the point is if you if you if they start to score those goals, they could be they could improve a lot. Um, okay, so Brighton have scored nineteen goals. Huddersfield ten goals. Um, okay, obviously the difference is Brighton are sitting at tenth and Huddersfield at seventeenth. So if if Huddersfield effectively could pick up that um, conversion rate, yeah. maybe yeah, they probably would need a new striker there or maybe just a player to come into form. Um, they need a striker. I mean, they need some sort of striker. Their strikers do absolutely nothing. Yeah, they need a, more of a standout player. Just a finisher. Yeah. I yeah, mean, so they've got Moy. Moy and Pritchard are two good players. Yeah. I see Moy's got about 40 points in the regular fantasy. Pritchard only 29 also see that they've got a defender, Schindler, who's on 47, so even more than Moy. That's so interesting. The next game we can look at, uh, West Ham, Cardiff. Okay, I know we've already mentioned that um, when you were just speaking before the pod, but Lucas Perry is a very interesting player coming out of that game. I know, I'm sure a few people went for him on the in the draft leagues. He's, listen... Nautovic is gone for six weeks now. They do have Andy Carroll back, but I don't think they're going to... I don't think Pellegrini is going to want to change... Like, putting Carroll in there will have to change a lot of your tactics, obviously. He's a completely different player to Nautovic. Whereas Perez is, I guess, a more straight swap. But is he good enough to kind of put him in as a straight swap or... That's the key. He scored two goals, yeah, obviously, well, but it was against arguably it was e- e- the easiest fixture. Like, it's I don't know. The thing is, you'll play because it's there's so many games, so you'll definitely play. It's just can he does he take his chance? Yeah, I think if he's available in your draft league and you have a spot for him, definitely take him. I don't know if it's worth dropping a Naltovic for him. Like, I don't think I would drop a Naltovic. I have him. I don't think I want to drop him. Yeah, you, as you are Naltovic um, owner, were you tempted to drop a Naltovic for six weeks um, to get Perez in? No, I pro- I, I'm not, I wouldn't have dropped a Naltovic for Perez. I would have tried to pick up Perez for someone else. But I don't think I would drop a Naltovic for Perez. Okay, um, talking about the Cardiff team, um, they have two interesting defenders. Um, well, in our fan tracks league, they've got Callum Patterson not playing as a defender. I think he's getting points as a forward. And also Sean Morrison um, doing quite nicely on the fan tracks. Both of them are quite high up. Um, surprising that, um, okay, I guess... Um, in the case of Callum Patterson, it's not really, um, it's not really the case of him playing as a defender. Um, you know, in um, in the in the in the normal fantasy, he's just listed as a midfielder on forty four points, while in our fan tracks, he's sitting quite high up there as a defender. Yeah, I think he's listed as a defender. Sean Morrison is an interesting one because I actually picked him up before the season started because I, uh, 
saw something about him that he broke the record for aerial duels won in the championship last season. And that That's just, what you want. That just tracks. gets your points all the way up. Like, and I, I dropped him, and I'm a bit annoyed about that because he has been doing exactly that. <laughs> He's just been getting aerial duels won over and over. You can look at him in the last 30 days. He's made 31 aerial one. That's what he's done in the last 30 days. In the last week, he's won 14 and he's played two games. <laughs> there you go. I mean, that's points. Like, he lost 3-1, but yeah. he got 12 points. Here in, um, in the fan tracks, he's just sitting one position under um, Andrew Robertson. Yeah. I mean, he's actually 0.75 away from Alexandre Lacazette on fan tracks. And they're interesting so players because yeah. you look at... Okay, Patterson is, is playing up front, so you want him to be playing yeah. like lesser teams. Like The next two fixtures are Southampton, Watford. Like He's a potential there. But like someone like Morrison, yeah. who they've got United in a few games, you kind of... Like, that's a game you'd pick him for because you know he's going to be busy and Spurs yeah. stuck. so those defenders are interesting players because you know you're going to concede I've, goals I find it crazy that a Cardiff defender Cardiff is normally a team that we associate as lower tier and more of a walkover team that one of their defenders could literally be he has more points than Lucas Dinia he's got more points than Ben Chilwell more points than Paul Pogba um, pretty much the same points as Lacazette and Robertson. Um, here is a card of play that would probably be overlooked very easily um, by most players. I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't have even considered him. And here he is sitting up so hard. Just shows how difficult the fan tracks is. You got to be proper aware of what's going on. Yeah, you got to know. It's that's right. It's 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 a different, a completely different game to FPL. Completely different. Yeah. Like, why would you have Sean Morrison in your team in FPL? You wouldn't in a million years. Well, he's here on 40 points, yeah. This not, he's not even the, the highest card of him defender. There's Bamba on 44. Exactly. And yeah, it's Gavis just because of those errors. And he's... And listen, well, I'm sure I he's winning that in the aerials. He's going to be the threat in corners and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, those two are very interesting players. And I think if they're available in leagues, I mean, they they probably wouldn't be even now. But, listen, the minute someone sees Patterson playing forward as a defender, I mean, it gives you... You're going to want to pick him up. Like, I think I would have as well if I wasn't so slow. But, like, Morrison, got to be picked up. He's getting 10 points a game. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's that's a, a player that could maybe your yeah, Patterson would probably be already taken being so high, but your yeah, Morrison could easily be available. That's uh, probably a great player to get. Um if he's available, check him out. Yeah, next game I'd say was, was quite a surprise. Brighton beating Palace three one with the red card. Weird, weird game because <laughs> Brighton had had the red card. Okay, so they were one or up already. Glenn Murray. <laughs> Who else? Then they got the uh, red card. 
And then they brought on players I've never heard of in my entire life. <laughs> oh, no. It was Just actually random. very interesting. Took He's off random. from Glenn Murray. Both... This is actually the second week in a row. He scored two in a row now, I may add. Um, he yeah, took off Glenn Murray for... Um, let me just get the, oh, I think it was, um, I think it was Flor, Florin Andone, if I'm correct. He was, yeah, was. probably brought on, I think. Oh. Well, he brought um, on, he took off Pascal Cross and Glenn Murray for these two players, who I've never actually heard of. And then they both yeah. scored. <laughs> well, yeah, um, did they both score? It was, both um. Yeah, Bolligan came on for Pascal Gross scores with his first touch. That was a crazy substitution. Um, yeah, very interesting. And then and then, yeah, Florin, Florin Andon came on for Murray, and he scored. This, that was his second. I think that's his second goal in a row. Just confirm that, but yeah, I think he did score last game as well. He also, I think he did come on for Murray as well and scored. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Did. I'm pretty yeah, sure he right, did. did. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I mean, listen, that doesn't yeah. go well for Murray owners in draft. Well, Murray still um, scored. The only problem is I'm a bit worried about him. I'll have him. I'm just worried that he's um, a bit injury prone at the moment. Well, he's he definitely close looks close thirty. He's like thirty two, thirty three years old. He's a bit. Getting on, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's not a bad player to hold on to. From Glenn Murray is thirty five. Is that's old to be playing? Yeah, that is old. But he's also in the like in such good form that um, that he he probably just wants to carry on playing. You know, I mean, how many years can he continue going? before he has to retire and he's just in such great form he probably doesn't even care about the injuries he just wants to keep going and scoring yeah until until he just can't do anything anymore about it I think that's fair um, yeah but it is a good player I mean coming on scoring two it's quite a little it is um, sparks some interest for sure let's move on to Palace someone very interesting player we can talk about which is um, Old Wolf but he actually, uh, he's on a. He, I mean, where's where is he? <laughs> he's not doing anything for Palace at the moment. No, I feel like um, yeah. Listen, he's here in um, fan tracks on a hundred and nine points. Um, yeah, that's that's not enough for for Zaha. Listen, I feel that this season. Defenders are handling him a bit better. Like people, they know that this is Palace's dangerous man, and you can see he's a proper good player. But I think they teams are just saying, okay, stick one guy on, um, stick someone to man mark him, um, and just um, yeah, that should that looks like it's keeping him keeping away him away from scoring very like big points. Yeah, I mean, his fan tracks hasn't done nothing special. At all, yeah. Um, Listen, there's always the risk when you have a big season like that that teams are going to start paying special attention to you, and then well, it's always the case of if you can produce something special to get to get past that, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. But that's 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 almost comes down to 
That's a lot to do with the manager, I'd say. Like changing it around. Like yeah. Little tweaks in your game. To try, just to try and break him free from that. But it looks like he's a bit, he's a bit dull at the moment. Look, yeah, he looks like he's struggling a bit. Um, obviously, yeah, not a good game for Palace and him against um, Brighton. But what 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 is also interesting? Um, I see Townsend midfielder in um, in official FPL, so he's gonna get um, more points for scoring. And I, if I'm not, I mean, I think I'm. I think I remember looking at the um, lineups on my app before the game, and I see he's playing up there, striker alongside Saha. Yeah. And he is great in fan tracks. I mean, that guy is proper, just consistent. Yeah, he's one of the great players. <laughs> he's a he's a fan track. He's like a draft legend. I've had him in the Togger. I've had him in fan tracks, and he just always does, just always does nicely. Yeah, he's been. I mean, his points. He's, then, like, he got thirty four a few days ago, which is obviously <laughs> insane, but. He's had a few like fives and ones, but overall, like, he's been overall doing okay. is quite solid. Yeah, listen, he takes a lot of shots for Palace, and he does cross a lot. So there's always a good chance of a goal or an assist for him. Yeah, he's also. But the thing is, so if you were sitting now and you had the choice in draft between Townsend and Zaha for the rest of the season, who would you take? Oh. Well, we can. I mean, Townsend's on. He's got forty nine more points than Zaha, which also makes it a bit more difficult because you would probably be inclined to say Zaha as, um, as he is a bigger player, probably a bit better the other player than Townsend, but it looks like he's just a bit stale at the moment. So it's if they can sort that out. I mean, if I if you had to offer me them for December, I'd obviously, I would go Townsend, but I don't know about the whole season. It's still a long time to go. Listen, if probably you, just go uh, Zaha. Okay, I wouldn't say go look at picking picking him up because he's definitely gone in most um, fan traps leagues or draft leagues. I mean, he's ninety nine percent owned. But if you have like a good player that you might think of looking to get rid of, you might be able to get. Get Zaha on a pretty good trade for yourself. If if well, I mean it's, it depends whether you'll step up or not. But he hasn't been good. He hasn't been his old yeah. self. If you could get yeah. him and then he starts to hit form, you could make great interest on that. Yeah, not a bad little player to look at a trade because he's a bit down and out at the moment. Yeah, I've been looking at him for myself. Yeah, I wouldn't go in because I've got Townsend, but yeah. yeah, definitely, if you don't have Townsend and you back Palace, then I'd say it's good. He's also quite cheap at the moment in um, the official FPL, but it's probably, you can wait for him to start yeah, producing you before wait. you pick him up. The thing yeah, is, they got, they got tough fixtures. Like they're playing, they got West Ham this weekend away, then they got Leicester, then they got City away. Then Cardiff, then Chelsea. So very mixed games for them. Okay, yeah, so that's the December. Not bad. Listen, City you can immediately write off. Um, Listen, West Ham away, tough game. Tough. Leicester at home, yeah. still a tough game. Tough. Cardiff at home, the only easy game there for them 
and it's not even that easy, but it's Cardiff. Then they got Chelsea, yeah, and then they at Wolves. Chelsea. <laughs> okay, so I would say Cardiff, and if they have a very good um, game against Wolves, maybe they have a chance. But yeah, they need to be on their best. Yeah. Not an easy December for Palace. Um, we can look at Man City now. Beating Watford 2-1. I don't know if you watched the game, but it got a bit hairy for Man City. The first time I've seen Man City a bit nervous at the end there. Yeah, I watched the end of that game. I watched. I mean, I watched a lot of the game, but I saw the end of it. It was interesting for City. Yeah, they Watford usually, rattled them a bit. They rattled them, and they, the, but they actually had them. They, they competed with them the whole game, actually. Like, it wasn't one of those easy City games. Watford competed. They could have got a few goals. Um, and, yeah, at the end, it just, I mean, City were on the ropes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, the City players that are interesting, okay, obviously, I think Sane is an interesting one for official FPL because Mendy's out for the whole of December and... It seems that when Mendy's out, that Sane tends to come in, and he does quite well. Yeah. So, the thing is, they've got all those wing backs that they can start. Um, I mean, they've got those wingers, uh, obviously Sterling and Morris, that they could bench Sane. But it seems like when Mendy's not playing, there's a reliance on Sane. So I've brought him into my team. Um, it's also quite of reasonable value. It's not that expensive. Um. Yeah, I'm going to take a chance with him and see how it goes this December without Mendy. Listen, you, you're going you're going to miss a game or two, all right? Yeah. Um, the thing is, you look at the other side of the field and you got Mares, who's arguably the best player this week, like in the game week. He was he was absolutely insane. So like, yeah, but he he is more of a winger on that on the right hand side. Yeah, I don't think you can. Switch him to the other side. I don't even know if he has played on the other side. I think Sterling can be switched. Sterling's played on the right with Mares. Um, I don't think Mares can play on the left. To be honest, I'd i never I don't remember him on the left ever. Sterling's played on the left. Sterling switches. Yeah, Sterling can switch. So they could go Sterling and Mares. The question is. Would they do that without Mendy? Because that um, the team is um, weakened a bit without Mendy. So it seems like then there's a, more of a reliance on, on Sane to play there. That's why I'm backing him a bit for December. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he's... Yeah, they've, you're right. <laughs> they haven't started Mendy. If Mendy's not playing, Sane started... Yeah, and he's been injured, so I've I've already moved him into my team. I'd probably suggest other people to do it before his value starts rising. Um, draft, he's obviously gone, that's for sure. But your yeah, official fantasy may not be the worst little purchase for your December period. No, definitely not. What are we? What what's our thinking about Aguero? Do you think he's going to be rotated too much? Yeah. To I think um, it's going to be some rotation coming with Jesus. Listen, I think um, the manager is going to stick with Jesus for maybe another few games. Um, 
just to let him get his form going. And then after that, it's going to be a proper rotation, I think, between Aguero and Casas. Um, maybe even the wingers. Wingers getting thrown out as well. I don't know. It's a proper mess, that Man City team, with how many good attackers they are. And De Bruyne is fit again. So that'll Whew. throw a spanner. That'll also take another player out of the, the mix. You know which player I've been I'm so impressed with is um, B- um, Bernard Silva. Yeah, he's he's been probably probably one of the best players in the Premier League this season. Yeah, no, wasn't anywhere to be seen last season. Yeah, um, just so solid. He's gonna keep his place when uh, De Bruyne comes back. Yeah, I agree. Listen, he may get rested a bit more, but he's definitely gonna, they're gonna rely on him. They need him. You can't just let him leave him out now. He's too good. Listen, I don't think Guardiola actually cares if you're good or not. That's the thing. I think he no, backs. No, I think he cares if you bring value. Yeah, I think he backs any one of his players. I don't think he's scared to make changes. Yeah. I think he knows that every one of his players will bring something. That if he benches Bernardo Silva, he's not losing anything because he'll get something else in another part of the From field. Another one. Yeah, very dangerous for fantasy players, but yeah, a good so position as a manager. You still have um, Gundogan in your team. Yeah, I'll just hold him on my bench. Every time he plays, it's insane. I basically, I don't think I've lost the game week where Gundogan started. So you're still inclined to hold on to him? Yeah, I'm holding on to him just because um, draft players are scarce. Um Listen, it would be insane if you could drop him and um, you could drop... I think he's just too, um, just good enough to not be droppable. And, like, you can just pick... You just check that Man City team every week and if he's playing, you pick him up. But I think someone else is going to just... If I drop him, I think someone else is just going to pick him up and hold him. Yeah, no, I agree. It's just whether you whether it's value enough to have him on your bed the whole time when he's not playing. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I've got um, two players at the moment um, that are... Okay, Gundogan's definitely not a guaranteed starter, but he does get his game every now and then. Um, the other one causing me all sorts of headache is Aaron Ramsey. Um, he's a proper nightmare in fan tracks in drafts where yeah. people are holding on to players. He's someone that probably is worth releasing. If he doesn't have a big December now, if he has an injury over December, he's gone. Out of my team. He got injured. He went off injured. Yeah, he went off injured. It's um, it's a question of now, is this ankle injury of his, is it going to be one game or is it going to be his whole December? If it's his whole December, I think that's his Arsenal career finished. Um, if it's just one game, maybe or have some impact this December and it's probably worth holding on to him. But yeah, definitely not an ideal player to be stuck with. Yeah, but a few injury issues for Arsenal in that game. Rob Holding looked like he's done for a good amount of time. Yeah, it didn't look good there. A shit one for him because um, he just came into the team. Like He looked like he was going to get his starting spot and now he's just gone. <laughs> yeah, um, hopefully it won't be that bad, but it looked pretty nasty. I think um, all the players took a bit of a hiding in that game, to be honest. I think um, even though Torreira and um, Gondalzi played the full game... I think they both felt that after the game. They were getting battered in that game. They were, but they were also giving it back. <laughs> like, I think yeah. that's what their job is. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's look at... Tough, it was a physical game, that game. 
Um, we'll get to that just now. Watford, um, nothing to add on the Watford players. Not much to say. I mean, they they just they put up a fight. Is all I can say. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah, you, you keep your I eyes guess, on Delafeo and Pereira. They're all yeah, solid players. I guess talking about but yeah, they didn't guys, do anything special now for this week. You can't, you can't. It's, you got to really give them a free, <laughs> a free pass against City. There's nothing you can say, but they were just not. yeah, fair enough. Also, a tough they did well. few fixtures for them. They got Everton away, then they got Cardiff, then they got West Ham away, Chelsea. So a mixed bag for them in December, but they're a good team. Yeah, yeah they're a good team. Um, next, we look at Fulham Leicester. Fulham looking a bit stronger of a team at Ranieri coming back to Leicester and getting a decent result. Um, 1 1. Um, I think without Andre Schoeller as well. Is Fulham a team that you can now rely on a bit more with, um, with um, Ranieri in charge? Listen, I think he's, he knows a bit more what he's doing than the other guy. I mean, like Ranieri came in, I think, two, three weeks ago. Straight away, he's. Said this is so stupid. Sessegnon playing left back. He's put him left wing now, or left attacking mid. Like, I mean, Sessegnon's a fantastic player. I think he was he was he was in the running to be the English player of the season last year in the championship. I mean, it was crazy. But the yeah. other manager was playing him at left back. <laughs> so like, clearly, Ranieri has a bit more like just logic. I think there is value yeah. to some of their players, and I think you could get them for quite cheap now. Well, also, I'm looking here at their, at their December. Okay, they've got a tough game this weekend, Man United away. Um, I think Man United also going to be feeling it after that Arsenal game. It was a very tough game. I wouldn't be surprised to see a bit of a softer game from Man United. Um, but then, after that, they've got okay West Ham at home. I think it's a winnable game. Um, Newcastle away, Wolves at home, and then Huddlesfield at home. Not such a bad December for them. Not bad to maybe get a Mitrovic involved, or maybe even Sessegnon is not a bad little player to have. Even Schurler's pretty cheap. Listen, I think they'll be looking at this Man United game and thinking, okay, we've got nothing to lose here. If we go out and win this game, that could literally kickstart the rest of our season yeah I mean they could target it say listen United just had a tough game midweek we they struggling like let's go and let's go and just take them out and then listen then they got a little clear running so it's probably yeah. worth getting getting one of one or two of those um... look I, I saw I saw like when I was looking at my team fan tracks team this week obviously I have Mitrovic I saw United away I said listen I'm giving this guy a shot in my team this week. Like oh, I did goal. that with um, I did that with um, Armstrong for Southampton against United. I thought I'd back him. I didn't back him against Spurs, but I backed him against United to go and score. Yeah, got you and goal. he was their first scorer. I was proper chuffed at that. Um, yeah, so that's Fulham. Not a bad, bad um, December. Leicester, a bit more of an interesting team than Fulham, to be honest. I think we should have actually spent a bit more time on Leicester. Um, Leicester, listen, they have um, the standout player in Madison. Great value for him. He's on some form. Um, he scored. Um, he scored. He scored in his last two games. 
I mean, he got the red card against Brighton. Then he scored the goal in each of his two games. Um, got quite a tough December, though. He's got Spurs, then Palace, then Chelsea, then City, then Cardiff. So, I would say, I mean, three out of five very tough games for Leicester. Then, um, three, yeah, three out of five tough games for Madison. So, probably not the team to focus on this December. They've got tough a tough run, Leicester. Very tough run. They've got Spurs now, then they've got Palace away, then they've got Chelsea away, then they've got City at home. It's not what you were wanting. Yeah, not ideal. Okay, well, let's um, let's move away from them then. Um, Wolves-Chelsea, how is this for a result? That, I think, is one of the first upsets of the season. Well, there's been... Wolves have drawn with um, Arsenal. They've drawn with United. I, I'm not too sure about Spurs. Um, I feel like there was something there as well, but... Um, Wolves against Chelsea beat them at home. Nicely done. Um, Great winner. We have we did a bit of um, we looked at a few couple of players before the game, and I mean it shocked me. I'm sure it shocked you. It probably shock most guys that are playing fan tracks. But Matt Doherty is actually the top point scorer at the moment in fan track. About Sterling, above Hazard. Above Salah, oh, <laughs> it's bloody Matt Doherty, top point scorer at the moment. Yeah, I think he was picked up as a free agent in our yeah, of course, in our was. fan tracks. Um, yeah, listen, there's so much value in the Wolves' defense for some reason. And like you, yeah. you've picked up this Vinagre. You say he's been so good for you. Yeah, he's been very solid for me. Okay, he's not been as good as Doherty, but still been very happy with him in fan tracks. There's it's definitely been good a return. Chelsea is just having a bit of a bit of a slump. Um, yeah, Chelsea need to watch themselves a bit. Um, yeah. Well, Chelsea are playing against Man City next, um, and they're in a bit of a slump. It may be time to to look at um, shaking Hazard away for this um, this this December. Um, listen. <laughs> You say that. Listen, but. they get through. They get through Man City, then it's not bad for Hazard. Hazard can do damage against Brighton. He can do damage against Leicester. He can do damage against Watford, and he can definitely do um, damage against Palace and Southampton. So, I mean, you just got to get through this Man City game, which is, I mean, most likely going to end in a defeat for Chelsea, and then after that, you probably got a good little December from your Chelsea players. Yeah, I don't think you can. I think you have to have Hazard. He's been on a proper slump. <laughs> Listen, I would I would keep Hazard for December. For yeah. Those ga- all those games. Okay, yeah, you might get rested, but I mean, what are you going to do about that? It's nothing you can do, especially in FPL where you've got to lock your team before the game. You've you got to have yeah. him in. Listen, I, I don't think um, they can really afford to rest him. It's so no, tight there in the top. You need wins in all those games in December. There's no time there to come with a B team. But it's probably going to be good for players like Ruben Loftus-Cheek, um, Cheek, Ross Barkley. Interesting players that could definitely get a bit of time. And those guys could definitely be available in draft leagues. Um, I mean, you just picked up Ruben Loftus now. 
Barkley is probably a, a bit late on him. But yeah, um, definitely nice little options for the December period. Yeah, there's there's players in there. I think yeah, Barkley is probably the best. Like the one you might be able to still get on the waiver, who I think will get some more game time. Um, Giroud is definitely a player who, when he starts, he has his value. And Marat has been typical Marat, literally not doing much. Yeah, not doing much. You know, I remember when um, when. That when the, those three strikers came in at a similar time, I think in the same transfer window, um, Lukaku to United, Morata to to Chelsea, and Lacazette to Arsenal. And I remember Sky Sports running a poll, and they were like, "Which one is the best signing?" They was they said Morata, Lukaku. They didn't even mention Lacazette in those two, as in yeah. those two were the premium signings there. Morata, I don't even want to talk about what a disaster he's been. Proper rattle for Chelsea when they're using Arsenal's backup striker that they bought um, instead of him. Um, yeah. Like Arsenal's striker that they moved away. Um, and then Lukaku for United. He's not even starting in the big games at the moment. No, he can't. How can you start a guy who's not giving you anything? Well, on the other hand, Lacazette, that is a proper fire player. Listen, yeah. I watch every Arsenal game, every minute of every Arsenal game, and I can tell you that personally I rate Lacazette is the player there. I, I know Aubameyang is the top scorer and he's getting goals, so it may be interesting in um, FPL, but when it comes to actual play, I think um, Lacazette's a serious player. I think he may even overtake Aubameyang in goals um, by the end of the season, I think he's serious. I mean, he's a great player, but do you think he's better than Aubameyang? You think he's gonna? Yeah, I think so. I think so. That's crazy. Listen, it's hard to say because I guess if Aubameyang goes and scores a goal like that against um, Spurs, um, where he just scored a goal out of nothing, proper insane finish. But on the other hand, Lacazette's a, I don't know, he's a proper. I think if you like. I don't know, he's a proper top, top striker. I think he's a proper talented player. Um, the way he plays just reminds me a bit of, of Anton Griezmann. Like, if that's, what you, if that's what you got with Anton Griezmann, you'd be very happy. Yeah. Um, scoring, taking defense and playing on. I mean, how nice was his goal? He's linked up with Mikatar in there against United. He picks the ball up and you just know that, it, that they're in trouble. He did the same to Spurs. They, Ramsey passed it to him off a mistake. And he just punishes them. He's a proper player, that guy. But is he getting the starts that he needs? Yeah, he hasn't for the last um, two games, but it's definitely going to change. Um, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I've been starting him in my both games um, in my official fantasy Premier League. I've been playing him. I've been playing him both times. Um, fortunately, I don't have him in the draft, but yeah, I've been starting him in that regular thing and. He's been coming on and scoring, but I don't believe he's going to just be a substitute. Would you try? And listen, who, even, would you give away even like, as a substitute? He's insane. I mean, who would you would you trade anyone for Lacazette? I would trade Aubameyang for Lacazette on on, on draft. I would do it. <laughs> That's interesting. I've just gone to um, Ricky's team in our draft. He's got Lacazette, Lukaku, and Morata. <laughs> Three from the same transfer season. Yeah, I yeah. would go. I'd probably trade Aubameyang for Lacazette if I had him. 
I wouldn't give up Salah for Lacazette, but I'd, oh, yeah, I would no, do. Salah. I would do Aubameyang. Fair enough. Well, what is the difference between Aubameyang and um, Lacazette? So Lacazette was on 160, Aubameyang on 188. So quite similar. It's not much in fan tracks. Oh, that much. can be. That can change in a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's how I, that's what I feel about him. I was just that's what I've just been saying about him. Um I'll proper rate him as a top top player. So yeah, so we can look um we can just finish off here. We've got a few more games to go through, maybe a few players to mention. Interesting game, um Burnley versus Liverpool. Yeah, I mean Burnley got the first goal like, like quite early in that second half, but then listen, <laughs> Liverpool just rampaged it, man. The way Liverpool are playing, I swear, any other period in time where there wasn't such a dominant team like City, that's a that's a title-winning team, Liverpool. The way they've been playing, yeah. I mean, they that is a team that wins your titles. They're just literally unlucky that they stuck with probably one of the best teams in the in Premier League history. Like yeah. they are, I mean. To Burnley's not a okay, they haven't been great, but going to Burnley away is not an easy it's not an easy game. Going one all down and then listen, coming back, scoring three goals to win it takes a lot of a lot to do that. Yeah, listen, he took um Jurgen took a few chances with his starting lineup, um left out Mane, Salah and Firmino. Um Took a couple, took chances there. Didn't play like Trent Alexander Arnold. He played a bit of a B team there, and I think he very quickly had to make the changes there to try and save the game. I think he got a bit lucky with that game, to be honest. Yeah, I mean he needed his top players, which is probably his he best ha- he, without them. Yeah, he needed them hundred percent. He needed um, his top players. Like, I know it went one one Liverpool Burnley, but they definitely needed that extra push of Salah and um, Firmino. Um, Probably Mane wouldn't have hurt either, but yeah, they didn't. I guess they didn't need all three. Yeah. Two is enough. Um, Did you start Salah in fan tracks? Yeah, of course. I knew it was coming on. I could already see this coming from a. There's no <laughs> easy. There's no such thing as an easy game in the Premier League. I'm sorry. These no, teams no. are all solid. Yeah. I could see this coming from a mile away. I would. I would be very surprised when that Burnley goal, when Burnley scored, and they had that offside goal, which was insane, by the way. Um, when they scored, when Burnley scored one up, I was like, "Well, here comes Salah. He's definitely coming on." <laughs> and I knew when he was coming on, he was scoring or assisting. I took the. I did. I actually started both um, Demar Gray for Leicester and Salah for Liverpool, and the both of them didn't start. But I knew both would come on. I just had a feeling. Yeah. Okay, Demar Gray didn't score anything, but he he did come on and try. Yeah. Um, he's obviously not the same quality as Salah. Um, yeah, you... Shakiri. In... Shakiri, yeah, that's player, a like, player. I mean, like, yeah, it's been well documented about how he went from Bayern to Inter to Stoke, but now he's finding his feet at a top team, and he's listen, he's making a lot of a lot of a case to start in that Liverpool team. I think um, he's a player worth getting in into your normal fantasy teams. He's the same price as Richarlison. If you don't want Salah, for some reason, if you want maybe Harry Kane, um, I don't think um, 
I don't think Shakiri at seven is a bad option at all. It's just his it's probably a nice little way to structure your team. You just need to make sure he's getting minutes in. Well, we can have a quick look at his um, his minutes in the last couple of weeks. I I think he's probably been quite um, quite consistent. Listen, he started okay, so, the last four games. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, exactly. Last four games. Um, He's got 80 minutes against Fulham, 73 against Watford, 70 against Everton, and then 90 minutes against Burnley. Um, he's definitely, they're definitely enjoying playing him. And if I might add, I think if that is the, okay, no, never mind, that um, clean sheet column. Um, yeah, so he's, he's, done, he's done two goals in those last four games. No assists though. But yeah, good player, right? Probably not. Okay. Listen, you're not going to get obviously the same points as having Salah, but yeah. for pretty much half the price of Salah, you can get him in and maybe take out Salah for someone like Kane, which, I mean, we'll look at Spurs in a moment, but I don't think they have the worst December. Um, but let's, let's quickly take a look at um, uh, Liverpool's December coming ahead, yeah? You've got... Tough December. Quite a nice little December for them. They've got Bournemouth, then Man United at home, which is a big game for Liverpool. You know that Liverpool are going to go out Man United full out. Um, then Wolves, then Newcastle. And then it gets a bit tricky for them at the end of December. they got Arsenal at home, and then on the 3rd of January, Man City away. Two tough games in the space of a few days there. Yeah. That's a bit that, tricky, but I don't that think that be Bournemouth, the... United, Wolves, Newcastle, that it's not bad to have those um, Liverpool players for that. Listen, if they can get to City with wins there, maybe hold off Arsenal with a draw, maybe get a win there. That City game is title-defining game now. Listen, I'll make a bit of a prediction for you. I rate um, that the stumble for Liverpool is coming first. It's coming quite soon. They're going to drop a... They're going to get a loss coming soon. Yeah. I feel like they're shaking a bit. And then I think Cities is also coming. But I expect Liverpool to come first. In the league. I can see both those teams are starting to shake a bit, yeah. Oh. I, I think they're going to... Um, I think the losses are coming for them. Oh, first as in they're stumbling first, not finishing first. No, no. As in, um, as in their first loss this season. I can see them coming. I've, like I watched both those teams in this last game weekend, they just started to look that bit of sh- like shakiness in the teams. And like you saw Burnley going up first against okay, it was a backup Liverpool team, but um, City against the Watford starting to shake there at the end. I don't know. I think those um, those winning runs are coming to an end there for those two teams. Just a matter of if it's going to be in December, but it's we'll coming. Yeah, listen, it's tough for December. If you can get through, keep like keep winning. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, then you're looking so proper good. Um, um, Everton, yeah. Everton, Newcastle, we can look at. Bit yeah. of a slip up by Everton. Not, there. not what Everton would have won today. They were heartbroken oh. at Liverpool. Um, 
Divock Origi finishing them on the weekend and then yeah. a game against Newcastle. They paid the price probably for a very tough game and Liverpool probably made them a bit tired. Um, they definitely gave their all against that Liverpool game to get a last-minute goal scored against them. Yeah, they... I mean... That's not good for morale. Listen, Everton should be pushing for top six. Definitely. Um... The thing is, you can't have results like that for you drawing at home to Newcastle if you want that. No, definitely not. That's a massive drop points. Yeah, massive. That's not good. Um, how are, I mean, like, um, there are some very nice Everton players. I mean, they are good, these Everton players. They have been good in, um, in fantasy. Are they worth having in December? They've got okay. They've got Watford at home, then Man City away, then Spurs at home, then Burnley away, and Brighton away. So two tough games out of five, I'd say. Listen, you that count away, that first away games are always tough. Yeah, but I mean, Man City and Spurs are yeah, it's tough. Very games, tough. Yeah, it's not the most um, it's not the most clear cut um, December. Maybe that Burnley game is quite nice to target them. Um, but yeah, they don't look um, doesn't look like also not a very easy de- December with Man City popping up. Man um, City then Spurs two weeks in a row. That's not what you want. Yeah, tough fixtures there. Um, um, we've spoken a bit about yeah. United and Arsenal, I think. Yeah, we have spoke about them. Um, is there any Newcastle players that may be worth looking at? I think you've got Rondon still lurking around, scoring goals. I mean, he's scored again. He scored three goals in five games. Like, I don't know. They don't. Newcastle's the one team that I just don't do it for me. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, Rondon's. I think a free agent. At the moment, yeah, but well, he doesn't even get tricks. big points. Like he scored two goals the one week. He only picked up, okay, he got twenty eight. That's massive. But like last, he scored against Everton, still nine points. Not fantastic. Yeah, that's not fantastic. So that means all he did that game was score. Yeah, probably got dispossessed a couple times. Two shots he got. Um, yeah, it's not great. No, not great. Um, okay, yeah, so that, yeah, Kennedy's not actually that bad either, but, yeah, I agree with you, I also don't find the Newcastle players so interesting, yeah, Man United Arsenal, we did discuss a bit, Lacazette, I think, um, Kolasinac is one to watch, he was proper, he looks like he could be quite a serious little player, crossing those balls in. Yeah, and he'll definitely, definitely be available in some draft leagues because he's just started to play again well one thing we need to mention is um arsenal's upcoming fixtures this is a team you want to probably get involved with um arsenal okay the december goes like this huddersfield at home southampton away burnley at home brighton away then liverpool on the 29th then fulham in the beginning of january then west ham that's a good run of fixtures yeah, that is a lot. I think it's probably worth getting. They haven't been getting clean sheets, but 
and which is good. Their their defenders are probably quite low at the moment. They're not like so wanted. Their values are down. But maybe a couple of clean sheets could come in this December. Definitely worth getting a couple of Arsenal players in, alright? Yeah, I just don't see why not. They're looking good. They're I'll, scoring goals. Yeah, I think um, I think they've probably got the nicest run in December that we've seen. I mean, City actually have a fantastic run. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, and you can't go I wrong mean, with City, City. Okay, they've got Charles. Okay, not. I mean, not the fantastic. But for City, it doesn't really make a difference, does it? Yeah, just the rotation. Yeah. Well, Arsenal's maybe a bit more predictable. You could get in, let's say, Leno for four point eight, and there's a good chance of some good clean sheets coming ahead. Um. Last game. We got Spurs Southampton. Spurs, listen, eh? Oh, Spurs looked good, eh? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm quite tempted by some of those Spurs players. Son, Harry Kane. Those two players are looking good. Listen to their fixture list. They got Leicester away, Burnley, Everton away, Bournemouth, Wolves, Cardiff away. United at home, Fulham away. They've got a great run as well. They've also got a great run. Yeah, that's a nice run. Hey? So, like, City, Arsenal, Spurs have nice runs for this December yeah. period. We didn't really look at United, but... Um, with United, struggling to find that standout player for them, to be honest. I mean, it's yeah, Martial. Don't have, they don't have a bad run. United as well. Eh? Look at this. Fulham, okay. Then uh, lost to Liverpool, probably. Then Cardiff, Huddersfield, Bournemouth, Newcastle. It's not bad. Not bad at all. They can get, maybe get a bit back on track there if they feel like it. Yeah, so you probably want to, would, would probably be quite useful to look at the players from, how would you rate that? Would you go? First, maybe Man City. Second, like I don't know, Spurs. Third, Arsenal. Fourth, United. Yeah, probably in like terms that. of players you would go for. I'd say that. Yeah, so that's um that's your December period summed up then. Um, yeah, so that was we just that was our part, just doing a bit of a December preview. Very important time in the Premier League. Um. So yeah, we'll be back. Um, always good to chat, Oza. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Very useful pod before a very busy Premier League period. Thanks for the chat, though. Till next time. It's a really good goal. It's Shabalala! <laughs>